Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I'm the founder of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that offers people facing divorce, trusted, vetted divorce professionals. We also have a podcast, a website, a mobile app, and I offer the free consult. So when people get divorced, almost always they haven't dated in many, many years, sometimes decades. And from personal experience, I can tell you the thought to me was terrifying. Plus, the way that people meet and date has completely changed over the last decade. So a lot of you that are listening are probably, you've probably never experienced online dating. So today, I want to talk about green and red flags of dating apps. And I think you're gonna enjoy this and to talk about it, I'm so excited to have online dating coach and personal stylist, Alyssa Deneen. Hi, Alyssa. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks so much for taking time to be on the show. I wanna tell my listeners a little bit about you before we get started. So. Alyssa has been an editor, stylist, and art director in New York City for over 20 years. Alyssa got divorced at 41. She started online dating and rediscovered herself in the process. And she also wrote a best-selling book. She's the founder of her company, Style My Profile, and she helps people with online dating and with things like writing your online profile, taking your picture, choosing the best photo, communicating with matches, do's and don'ts of swiping, and that's what we're going to talk about today, dating questions, and I think most importantly, staying positive and inspired during those times when you want to say, screw this, I can't deal with these online losers that I'm meeting. So Alyssa wrote this great article for Divorce Girl Smiling called Green and Red Flags for online dating apps. So Alyssa, before we get into the green and red flags, tell my listeners why people have sort of this love-hate relationship with dating apps. Yeah, (laughs) that's a very good question. Um, But it's mostly because dating apps have gotten such a bad rap because the most interesting and fun stories to write about and and in the media are the bad ones. So I think people get used to only hearing bad things about online dating, Um, and especially also with all the TV shows that are out there now, you know, catfishing and (laughs) the Tinder uh, swindler and all of those. Um, I think it really has given online dating such a bad rap. And However, I mean, the other thing on the flip side, everybody's doing it and everybody kind of has to do it in order to meet someone these days. Um, I mean, there are people I know that that do meet people in real life. I know that does happen occasionally, but more and more people are meeting online at all ages and everyone really is turning to online dating to meet someone. So it is, I think everybody has a love-hate relationship with online dating. Um, And I I like to acknowledge that and validate that with people, um, but also kind of guide you in the process so that you don't feel so overwhelmed by it and you don't get burnt out, really. I love what you just said about the media because I never thought of that. And it's so true 
because they're not going to tell a story of two really nice people who met and fell in love on Tinder. Yeah. It's just not going to yeah. happen because it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not boring. And yeah, boring is good. Boring is what we are looking for. Right. Not right. boring in the um, sense of, oh, you're going to not be attracted, but the boring in a very good, normal, healthy way. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So let's get to the green flags and then the red flags. All right. So are we going to start with red flags or green? Oh, I think we started with red. Maybe start, maybe start with red just because that's the negative and then we can end with the positive. Okay. <laughs> Love it. All right. Yeah. First negative yeah. flag. And now this one, I was really surprised that you wrote. If someone just says, hey, or hi. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, that one really could be more of a pink flag is what they call it now when it's not a glaringly bad thing, but it's also it's it does mean that somebody isn't putting in a full effort. So, I mean, there are the people that have never online dated before are new to this. It's overwhelming and they may just start with saying hi. However, if you're, you know, if you've been doing this for a while, you do see that over and over and over again. <laughs> so, it does get boring. It gets old and you think, you know, why is somebody, why can't they come up with something a little more interesting to, as an intro than just hi or hey. So um, it's not that it's necessarily a, a huge red flag. It's more of a, maybe a little bit of a warning sign, you know, just, you know, be careful that this person is, is not just, you know, sending highs to you know, 35 people that day. <laughs> You're just one of many. So um, it, that's more why we've included that one in there. I kind of agree with you now that you're saying that because it's not about it being really boring. It's just like, oh, did you just try to save time and send the same message to 30 women? Yeah. Like make a yeah. little effort. Yeah. A, a little bit of an effort goes a long way. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that's something that everybody can keep in mind, you know, people that are reaching out and people that are on the other end, um, you know, is and something as simple as, as pointing out something they saw in a photo in your profile, you know, Hey, I, I love that, you know, that restaurant you were at, I've tried it before or something like that, you know, just something that you're acknowledging something else in their profile and taking the time to comment on that. Because then you know they didn't just look at your picture and they know nothing about you and they just swiped because they thought you were cute. Right, exactly. Which isn't enough. I wanna mm -hmm. make that very clear to my <laughs> listeners. It's not enough. And also, if you see this photo and it seems like, mm, you could end up really falling in love with this person, but I think we could get into that later. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can. Yeah. Okay. Next one was what's up. <laughs> <laughs> this is basically along the same lines as hey yeah. or hi. Um, and it's, it's just another example. And you, do, and you do see this one a lot, actually. And it's an example of somebody putting very, very, very little effort into what they're saying. And, you know, that really does saying what's up to somebody is, is definitely not um, not a way to engage someone. Next yeah. one, how are you? How's your Tuesday going? How's your week? I think that's okay. What's wrong with it's that? It's better. It's better, but still 
when when you've been online dating for years, <laughs> like I did, and like many of us, um, you do you see that over and over again. How was your weekend? How, what do you, what are your plans this weekend? And that's not bad. It's definitely better than hey, hi, or what's up. But it's also not really putting in a huge effort into picking out something specific in their profile and commenting or asking a question on it. And that's really the main thing here is that you want to feel like the person has put in a little bit of effort and not just cut and pasted the same thing to, like we said, 30 people. <laughs> wow. Well, I just, something just clicked for me and you're right. You have all of this experience. I want to tell my listeners this because this is important. Alyssa lived this. You have experience when in this. I never really did online dating, maybe for like a few weeks, but that was it. So mm -hmm. anyone who's considering working with Alyssa, if I was looking for a dating coach, I would want somebody who actually did it, who was in the trenches. So I want to just take a minute and give a shout out to your website, Alyssa. It's stylemyprofilenyc.com. And Alyssa has these freebies you can check out. And then she mm -hmm. also has ways you can work with her one-on-one -on -one dating coaching, profile in a day, profile in an hour, profile in an afternoon, styling. So mm -hmm. many different things that she offers. But I do really believe that you're probably so wonderful at what you do because you lived it. Yes. Yeah, so I online dated for two and a half years before I met my current partner. And now we've been together um, over six years. Uh, so I really did live it. And my, you know, in, currently my team and I, we're all on the dating apps and we check them and we see what's trending. We, you know, we really do. We are in the trenches still because you kind of have to be, you have to see what's going on out there. So it's funny because I actually still have dating profiles up. <laughs> but yeah. I love that. That's that's very important. It would be if I was looking to work with you. All right, let's move on to number four. You have a nice smile. Your eyes are beautiful. You're cute, hot, and or sexy. I, I like that. Am I just completely clueless? Well, well, no. Okay, so you're not clueless. It's, it's that they could be said to anyone, really. And also, you don't want to lead with that. It's, it's, then you're going really just on their looks. And I think generally speaking, when people say that right away, it could mean that they're just looking to hook up or, you know, that kind of thing. So I think it's just be, being aware that people that is, are starting off with a, a compliment about your looks is, you know, I'd be leery of that. So it's not, again, it's more of a pink flag, I would say. Um, but I think that it's just important to remember that you know, these are things that people could say to anyone. And even though it might seem flattering in the moment, <laughs> it's not necessarily, um, you know, so personalized. And again, it seems a little shallow. Like, it's not yeah. all about the picture. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast with Jackie Pilisoff. I'm here with online dating coach and personal stylist Alyssa Deneen. Her company is Style My Profile, and Alyssa and I are talking about green and red flags when it comes to dating apps. We are going to take a short break. When we come back, 
we're going to continue with a few more red flags and then we're going to get to the green flags, which I really think you're going to enjoy. We'll be right back. I think that therapy is so important and so beneficial during and after a divorce. So if you are looking for a therapist, I would highly recommend Affiliates in Counseling. Affiliates in Counseling is a group of psychologists, clinical social workers, licensed clinical professional counselors, and marital and family therapists, all with extensive experience in helping their clients work through personal struggles, manage difficult life transitions, break unhealthy relationship patterns, and overcome obstacles to achieving their potential. Affiliates in Counseling has offices in Northbrook, Chicago, and Naperville, and I've actually known the co-founder, Jason Price, for I would say at least 10 or 15 years. He's a wonderful person, a very, very gifted therapist, and his whole team is really, really wonderful. If you want to learn more, you can visit affiliatesandcounseling.net, or you can also find them in the Trusted Partners section of Divorced Girl Smiling. I also want to recommend financial planners Elaine Moss and Pete Mullins of Vester Capital. Elaine is a vice president. She's been with the company for over 20 years. Pete Mullins is a CDFA, and they are my personal financial planning firm. I've worked with them for over eight years, and I cannot say enough about how wonderful the performance and the service has been. And I'm telling you, these two did a financial plan for me about eight years ago, and it truly changed my life. It helped me make such better decisions, and they really are there in so many different situations. I've called them with so many questions over the years, and the service and the advice and the time they take is just really, really wonderful and means a lot to me. If you want to learn more about Elaine Moss and Pete Mullins, or you want a consultation, you can visit them at VesterCapital.com, or you can find them in the Trusted Professional section of Divorced Girls Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorced Girls Smiling podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I am here with Alyssa Deneen, online dating coach and personal stylist. And Alyssa and I are talking green and red flags on dating apps. Number five. So what do you do? Uh, yeah. And again, this should not, you should not lead with a question about what you do for work. That should be, you know, something that you can get to later in the conversation with messaging or on the date, but and more, again, something that you, where you're showing you're really curious about that individual, not just a, a you know, blanket question that you could ask anyone. Uh, and, you know, and not many people want to lead off a, a dating conversation with what they do for work, you know? Right, because it might not be their thing. They might just not be happy in their job right now. They yeah, might be more yeah. into their volunteer work, and this is just a job to earn them a paycheck. Number six, <laughs> want to get a drink? <laughs> yeah, and so um, it, this is really just, you know, okay, cool it a little bit. You've got to establish a rapport first before you go to let's meet up. You want the person to feel 
you know, safe. You want them to feel acknowledged. You want them to feel interested first. You don't want to just lead off with let's, let's have a date. You know, you don't even know that person yet other than their profile. So really engaging the person first. And I say, you know, don't message back and forth too long. It's really just establish a rapport. And then as soon as you both feel like you have that, then get to the date pretty quickly though, you know, cause you don't want to text forever. And that, that really does happen. <laughs> so just really waiting, I would say until, you know, you message back and forth 10 or 12 times, you know, message, message back and forth and then say, would you like to meet up in person? And I also don't like want to get a drink because that sounds like I need alcohol to relax yeah. myself. Yeah. You know, I mean, people... yeah, I suggest saying to people, you know, why don't we meet up in person? How about a coffee or, you know, a, grab a drink after work, make it sound more casual. Like mm -hmm. it's not the focus. It's more just a way to meet up. Absolutely. Number seven, what are you looking for on here? Yeah, and I think that's another one where that's jumping the gun, um, and it's it's leading off with something that's that could be loaded, and and also it is it's pretty in, intimate to ask that as your first question. Mm -hmm. So you know, I think once you establish a rapport or once you get to the date, then you can ask for some ask something like that. And you wrote here, their heart might be in the right place by asking, but it's a lack of tact that you're going to want to dodge. <laughs> And also, like, I feel like if somebody said to me, what are you looking for on here? I would like the fact that they're cutting to the chase. Um, what do you think? I might be getting a little off topic here, but how do you feel about cutting to the chase? I think it's fine to cut to the chase again after you've established some kind of rapport. This is somebody that you've just started messaging with. So that's something you can ask once you've been messaging for a while, once you meet on the date, once there's something there, you know what I mean? Because this might be somebody that you matched with on a dating app and you may message back and forth a few times and never message again. So it's a loaded question to ask somebody right away. I think definitely I'm all for being upfront and being straightforward with what you're looking for, but just not in the first sentence. How about on the first date? Yeah, I think that's fine to say on the first date. Wow. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Okay, number eight. Oh, this is kind of funny. Do you believe in love at first swipe or should I unmatch and swipe again? Is that an actual thing that you well, have seen? Well, we just use that as an example as a corny pickup line because, I mean, people do use that one specifically, but, you know, just any kind of pickup line. I think, you know, people that have, have been divorced and, and are out in the dating world again, you know, we're old enough to, to not need to use corny pickup lines. I think that's kind of an outdated, <laughs> an outdated thing. And, you know, and it's not something, I mean, if you're trying to be funny, I get it, but it's also, they don't know that yet. They don't know you yet. I wouldn't start off with a, a corny pickup line to begin with. So all of these red flags that we're talking about, it, it kind of sounds like the best first impressions are somewhere in between hi or hey and the cheesy pickup line. It's got to be like something in the middle, something kind of unique is good, yeah. but not too corny. Yes. Something unique about that person. You know, say they have a picture of, 
you know, they're cooking a meal with some friends, you know, oh, what, you know, do you like to cook? What kind of food do you like to cook? You know, or I see you're, you know, I don't know, baking cookies in that photo. <laughs> What's your favorite cookie to bake? That kind of thing. Something that's going to be specific to what you see in their profile and at the same time engage them in a conversation. You need to end with a question so that they can answer something and, and start a conversation. Let's get into the green flags that you can spot mm -hmm. on people's profiles. Tell me some examples of good ones that you've heard so that if people see something similar, they'll say like, oh, okay, I heard that was a green flag. Yeah, green flags are really anything that you're asking the person about themselves that's unique to them and their photos. So, you know, say they're hiking. Oh, where were you? Where do you like to hike? Or, you know, or you're on vacation in the Caribbean. What what's your favorite, you know, island you like to visit? Um, you know, anything like that. What's your favorite thing to cook? What's your what's your favorite biking path? You know, anything like that that you're seeing in the photos and you want to specify to them. And again, it's somewhere in between these corny pickup lines, but it's something personal and it's not just hi, what's up, how's your Tuesday, what do you do, anything like or that. something about your physical appearance. It's something about, about them and what they enjoy and their interests. And that's, that's going to get anyone, you know, anyone who shows interest in you genuinely you feel that and you even in a in a message you feel that and you're you want to write back to them you know it's it's really it it is the way to engage with somebody is to be specific to them and ask them a question that's really about them personally and not about their appearance and not you know not something cheesy <laughs> love it number 2 this is very important positive photos and energy and what I want to stress here is, tell me if I'm right, Alyssa, it's not so much having this absolutely gorgeous photo of yourself or the person's photo that you're looking at, like, you know, he looks exactly like George Clooney, looks amazing. What's more important is the energy behind it, the warmth, the authenticity. Tell me about that. Exactly. You, I mean, really everybody responds well to photos where the person is smiling. And that's, I mean, that's been studied. It's, you know, it's definitely all the people that I've worked with, all the profiles I've seen. It really is, you have to have at least most of your photos should be smiling. And I know a lot of people, I get this all the time. They're like, I hate my teeth. I hate my smile. I think I look like I'm fake smiling no one else is thinking the way you are about your, you know, about your smile. No one else thinks your smile is fake. Nobody thinks your smile is, is as bad as you do. It's, it really is something that we're, we're our worst, um, worst critic. And I feel like when people are looking at your photo, it's going to be the most inviting and the most, um, you know, you want to invite people to want to talk to, to communicate with you online and you want them to feel that warmth and you want them to feel that you know attracted to you with that warmth if that makes sense absolutely and what I want to say to my listeners is stop picking on yourself don't nitpick <laughs> at you know oh my arm looks fat oh you know um, oh I have a space between my teeth Alyssa you're a hundred percent right it is the energy and the vibe that you're putting off 
And what I always tell people is just be you. And if people don't like it, it's yeah. not personal. Exactly. It's just not yeah. meant to be. And all you can do is be yourself. And if you are yourself and you just don't care about if not everyone is in love with you, more people are going to be drawn to you and your energy. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and really a smile and feeling, you know, and really having that energy in your photo really does come through and it makes you, makes you more approachable. Last green flag, matching relationship goals. Tell me about that. Well, I think that you really want to find people that are, you know, as interested as you are. So people that respond quickly, you know, I know that a lot of people are like, oh, I go on the apps every once in a while. And I, and I know that people get burnt out, but you do want somebody who's going to be as excited to, to go out as you are. So people that respond quickly, people that aren't afraid to be a little bit vulnerable, that is huge. Um, everyone, you know, I, I talk about this a lot actually with my clients. In order to, to kind of get past that first, you know, um, boundary, or I guess that first, you know, on the first date when you're trying to get to know someone, you have to show a little bit of vulnerability or else the person can't really get to know you. They can't get in, if that makes sense. Um, so I think that it's important to be able to be a little bit vulnerable, you know, be engaging, be excited to go out again. You know, don't, you know, people that aren't playing games or, you know, making you feel, you know, they're waiting 24 hours to respond, that kind of thing. You know, no one needs that. <laughs> I think mm -hmm. you want somebody who mm -hmm. matches your excitement. And, and maybe if you're both busy, maybe you both take 24 hours to respond and that's okay, you know, but you just want it to be somebody who's, again, like matching your, your enthusiasm. I wrote a whole article on vulnerability. And I think that after divorce, it's really hard to be vulnerable and scary and people are afraid if they open up or show themselves and someone doesn't like it, then it's going to crush them. And mm -hmm. what I want to challenge my listeners to is just try it. Because if somebody doesn't like you and you showed vulnerability, I promise you, your divorce was way worse than this. You can handle it. If somebody doesn't mm -hmm. like you and you were vulnerable, so what? Don't you yeah. think? Like, it's I okay. Think, yes, what have you lost? except you risked being in a happy relationship and then it didn't work out. And if you keep right. doing that, eventually someone's going to love you and love your vulnerability. Yes. Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree with that. I mean, really, you know, people are so afraid of rejection because it's so painful and I get it. I mean, the first time I was rejected after, you know, starting online dating after my divorce, I mean, I was, I was like, oh my God, I was gutted. I was thought I was never going to get over this. This is terrible. This is the worst feeling in the world. But guess what? You do get over it. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes it takes a couple of days. Sometimes it takes a couple months. Sometimes, it, you know, however long you're with a person, it depends. But, you know, within a couple of months, I was ready to get back out there. I was really, you know, and I was fine. I recovered. But Alyssa, you're not talking about somebody you met on a dating app and then, you were vulnerable and you never even went out with them, right? You're talking about you met someone, you were in a relationship and then it ended. Exactly. Yeah. I met okay. someone online. We, we really connected 
and you know we dated for a few weeks and then you know he ended it and i was really surprised and it was it was the first time that i really you know liked anybody that i'd met online and and it was it was really devastating at first and i thought oh this is it i can't online date I mean, this is too hard and then you know again you process it you feel it you feel the rejection you feel the sadness and then you get through it and you get back out there and it really is like getting back on that horse again and just keep on going. And if you're too afraid, you're just going to have boundaries and guards up that people can't break through. And they're not, it, it, that's not going to get you anywhere. If you have your guard up with everyone, because you're so afraid of getting hurt, which I get, we've all been there and, and many of my clients have been there, but you really aren't going to let anyone in that way. Absolutely. And what we were talking about was even just being a little vulnerable when you're talking to someone online. And if somebody doesn't like you, it's not going to take you two months to get over that. It's going to take you 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> right? exactly. You know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I know. There are times when you're messaging back and forth with somebody online and you haven't met in person yet. And then all of a sudden you just never hear from them again. And you're like, wait, what happened? I thought we were going to go out. I thought that was, you know, I thought we really had a connection. And, you know, and that feels horrible the first time too. But like you said, you know, 20 minutes later, you're over it and you're fine. We are almost out of time, but I feel like I owe it to my listeners to go a little further with this scenario because it happens all the time. I hear it from people. We were talking, yes. it seemed so promising, and then he just went dark. What are the yes. reasons this happens? Um, okay, well, it can be any number of things, but it happens on, you know, with both men and women. Women do it too, and I hear it from my male clients too. I was messaging with this woman. It seemed so great. I thought everything was fine, and then she unmatched me or she, you know, deleted our messages or whatever it is, depending on the app. And it feels really, again, it feels hurtful. You're like, wait, we had a connection. It happens all the time. It could be any number of things. It could be that the person realized they weren't ready yet. It could be that the person, you know, had some kind of, you know, work thing come up and they're like, I mean, actually, this really does happen where someone's like, I have to travel for a month. I'm not, you know, this is ridiculous. I mean, of course, in, in a perfect world, these people would communicate those things, but they don't always do that because they feel like it's not, they haven't met you in person yet. And so then it doesn't feel totally real, I think, to people. And I, I'm a huge proponent, proponent of no ghosting, like just be honest with someone. Someone would much rather have you say, listen, you know what, I just don't think this is right for me right now, than to just disappear, of course. But not everybody is, is going to do that. And with online dating, unfortunately, it's too easy to just not respond ever again if you don't want to deal with it. So it does happen all the time. It does happen to every, you know, happens to men and women. And it really is, it's an unfortunate part of online dating. But the, the, the quicker you can sort of, I, with this in particular, develop a thick skin with this and realize that it's not you. <laughs> it happens to everybody. And I'm talking, I mean, all ages. I mean, I've had my 75-year-old clients, that happens to them. I've had my 25-year-old clients, it happens to them. So, and everything in between. So it has nothing to do with you personally or your age or your, or anything. It's really just that other person who unfortunately is not mature enough to, to handle it in the right way. Right, because it's so easy to just not message back because it's it, people don't like confrontation. They feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So you, what I want to tell my listeners, 
You can only control yourself. So be that good person where you give people an explanation and don't expect it from anyone else. Just know that you're going to do the right thing. And if you just say, you know what, I didn't really feel that this was a great connection, but I think you seem like a great person and I'm wishing you all the best. That is putting such good karma into the universe that it will come back to you, don't you think? Yeah, agreed, agreed. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. <laughs> and, it, and it really, when you get that message from someone else that where they're just co completely honest with you, you feel relieved. Mm -hmm. It's so much better to hear the truth and that, you know, they're just, you know, they, for whatever reason, they just can't or they're not interested right now and move on. So you're not wondering what happened to that person? Why aren't they responding? I thought we had such a connection. And if you do that with everyone else, it really is a pay it forward scenario. <laughs> I know. And I, I think that one thing that drives people insane is that when they don't hear from someone and they sit and think about it for days, weeks, sometimes even months. And I just think that people need to be more considerate. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I know. I, I, I wish they were. <laughs> Alyssa, this has been great. I think you have given some wonderful advice here. And tell my listeners, we've already told them, but you tell them the best way to get a hold of you. Yeah, they can visit my website at stylemyprofilenyc.com. And I also on Instagram at, at Alyssa Deneen and also at stylemyprofilenyc. And Alyssa, as I said before, has freebies on her website. You can work with her in like individual sessions, do your profile in an hour, in an afternoon, in a day. And I just think the work you're doing is wonderful, really helping people with such a difficult thing. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. And to my listeners, I am wishing you all the best in your online dating experience. If you want to find trusted, vetted divorce professionals, including Alyssa, and if you want to listen to more podcasts, read articles, download my mobile app, or sign up for the free consult, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. For those of you who don't know, the free consult is you and me talking for about 30 minutes. Everything's complimentary. Everything's confidential. You can tell me your story. I will listen. I'll let you vent. I'll give you my advice. And then I'll connect you with the right divorce professionals for you, specifically curated for you and your situation. So I hope that helps. And I want to thank you so much for listening, everyone. And we'll talk to you real soon.